I tell them welcome to the gray area and stay away just in case you ain't real enough to relate. Every other Thursday, politics to the chips. Get up on this wave. <laughs> now tell me what's to talk about. Cause we the only thing to talk about. How you keep reality in check? Just keep it real rap and don't gossip with the facts, yeah. This is the gray area, and I am your host, Ray Jarvis. Showtime! With the NBA season fully on deck, I had to take the wheel and spin it back towards basketball. I ranted and I raved about the cloud chasers. I gave you a little NFL talk. We talked a little culture with everything going on around the league as far as the NFL. But y'all know I love me some basketball. And there's only one person that I could start this NBA season with. We put up a shut up a couple weeks ago. And it's now time to pull up to the league office and discuss the most pertinent matters in the NBA. Y- y'all already know who it is. I, I don't got to go too crazy. The homie Justin Lee. Welcome back, my brother. Appreciate it, my brother. The yes. league office is here. League office season, spicy season, emotional season. Oh, talk about All it. the seasons, y'all already know what time it is. We, 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 we do what we do here. You know, I'm excited. I'm stuttering because I'm excited, man. <laughs> NBA season is on deck, Just Let's, how, listen, how do you feel, man? The president of the Players Union is here. Oh, yeah. Oh, He's yeah. Here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the president of the Players Union is here. Just is that guy. You know, <laughs> the NBA season ended with, you know, some would say conspiracy season, mm. right? You know, Houston Rockets sure went did. out kind of fishy. I'm not necessarily even focusing on the NBA Finals, right? To me, the, the season ended with the Western Conference Finals. I agree. So I wanted to begin where we ended. But before I do that, I have someone, a special guest. You know him very well, Uh-oh. you know? Special guest. <laughs> Josh Rodriguez, host of the Dime NBA. Oh. Came through what? to above the rim, body the pod. And I wanted him to come on here today because he defended Chris Paul when I was on his pod, and I tried to slander him, Just. Mm. So, Josh, are you in the building? What's good, my brother? Oh, what's going on, man? How are you? I felt as though Just, you know, I'm always attacking Chris Paul, and I know that you like Chris Paul. So I wanted to talk some Rockets, some CP3, and, and, and be fair for a change, you know? How do you feel about that? That's really nice of you. I mean, not a lot of people do that, so I'm going to give you some kudos right now. The theme of this whole session is nice. Before we got on the air, Justin's like, you know, you should be a little nicer. So, you know, I'm being nice. I'm going to try to be nice with Chris Paul, man. That's called charity work. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, so, Just, we begin it where we end, right? The question is, Mm -hmm. what do the Rockets have to do to complete the run back? Two things, my brother. Okay. Health. Mm -hmm. Staying healthy. Pray for health. And discipline. Discipline. Mm-hmm. Talked about it. Let's, when let's I go. say discipline, I mean they have to stick to their philosophy. Okay. But give them freedom in order to adapt throughout the season. So when I say stick to the philosophy, the philosophy that was all year, which got us 65 wins, which is shooting a lot of threes, right. layups and threes, as the analytics says we know. Mm. And then also what I noticed, noticed excuse me, that they adjusted in the postseason was the physicality. Okay. So that's what I mean by discipline, by knowing what works best for you. They okay. know that can be physical on the defensive end. Even though we lost some horses, we still can be. Mm-hmm. But we still can be disciplined with the game plan and tweaking it a little bit by... Hitting some mid-range shots this okay. year. So we got to tweak it and alter the game plan, but it's health 
And then it's discipline. So with discipline, would that also mean not taking 27 straight threes if they're missing? Oh, but we know why they took those 27 straight why threes. Why Talk to me. The captain wasn't there. The captain wasn't there to write the shit? He wasn't there. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he can only do so much from the bench. I can only scream and yell at so much. Who's the captain, Jess? The president of the Players Union. So it's not James Harden? No, no, oh, sir. Okay. It is the point guard. James Harden is the best player on that team. All right. But the captain, the leader... It's CP3. Josh, how do you feel about what Justice is saying? Man, captain <laughs> of the Players Union, not the best player. He, he would have been there. They would have won. What's up, man? Nah, yeah, make no doubts about it. That's James Harden's teams, man. I love I love Chris Paul, but that's okay. Harden's team. Okay. That's Gotta watch Harden's a little team. closer, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, there's a difference between being the heart and soul of the team. I think Chris Paul might be the heart, but at the end of the day, it's James Harden's team. It's his team. So doesn't that say a lot about the Rockets that after one year, Chris Paul is already the heart and soul of the team? I, I mean, you're asking me personally? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I mean, it, it does. But at the same time, not really because Chris Paul is one of the most fiery point guards who've ever played the game. I mean, he's a top three point guard in my mind. So okay. you put him on a team, he's automatically the heart and soul of the team. I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Now, if you're talking to someone else in free agency, like a Carmel Anthony coming over and being the heart and soul of the team, I think that's a bad thing. Okay. What, how do you feel about that, Justin? <laughs> Can I clarify that? What's when up? I say I'm saying James Harden is the best player of the team, it's still James Harden's team. It's his okay. franchise. Right. He did get the... 200 plus million dollar extension it's still his team Chris Paul took a step back mm-hmm, leadership wise in order for James Harden to flourish a little bit more because right. as we all know Harden is not a vocal leader so Chris Paul had to give that to him and what I compared him to a little bit mm-hmm. is when LeBron came over to Miami with D-Wade with D-Wade the okay, only difference okay. is that Facts. Chris Paul doesn't have a championship we all know but he still is teaching James Harden how to become a better player a more <laughs> cohesive play a more a more complete package a more complete package okay there we go all right so josh same question over to you what do the rockets need in your opinion to complete the run back i actually agree with a lot uh just says i think they have to adapt to the new players that they have so they have carmelo anthony now his strength isn't necessarily stand on the perimeter and shoot three pointers Mm -hmm. i understand you want to shoot threes and, and layups, but now you have a different personnel. You have a person who can isolate, someone who can take the man off the dribble, and you have to welcome that in some sort of respects. Um, I think what killed them last year uh, is, like you said, they didn't have anybody who can shoot the mid-range or, you know, when you see they're taking 27 straight threes and missing them, you don't go off script a little bit, and I think Melo can help in that aspect. Right. But I I, I think uh, mostly, you know, you lost Trevor Reza, you lost Luke Bamute. You mm-hmm. need to find ways to basically just replace them and make sure everyone falls in line. I think they have the personnel to do that. Okay. I so agree. now... Job, I, I, I'm a skeptical CP3 guy. Mm. There's a lot of people like me who don't believe the hype. Let me hear it. You guys both believe the hype. To the people that say, <laughs> the I don't believe hype. CP3 can get it done. I don't believe CP3 can, can do what's necessary to win the title and beat Bret Hart in 96. He's never going to get it done. What, what do you say to people like myself who have no faith? Just, this is, this is your pocket. I mean, I think you're ridiculous. Okay, fair enough. I think you're ridiculous, number one. Fact. I've been told. I mean, like I always say, situation dictates success. Right. So, Chris Paul, I mean, granted, he should have gotten it done already by now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't cut him that much slack. He mm-hmm. still needs to get it done because I like winners, and he needs to be a winner. But he's had had he has had excuse me some unfortunate circumstances in the playoffs, neither here nor there. But still... There were a few collapses along the way. So okay. we still know that he still has to get it done. But right now, at this stage of his career, he's, what, 32 right now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's okay for him to take a backseat and be the number two. This At this stage of his career, he should be the number two option. You know he what? Sh- 
I like that. I like what I'm hearing from but Just. Fact, Rational but, Just? But I'm being honest. But the fact that he's a number two option and still considered a top ten player in the NBA mm-hmm. should tell you the caliber of player that he is and what he brings to the table. When he comes to a team, they win. Every team he's been on, 50-plus wins. Yeah. Yeah. He just needed a co-star. Blake but Griffin, I'm sorry, he's not getting that 16 in, in May through June. You've been talking a lot of June, Just. Oh, we'll see you in June. Okay, well, I don't know about that. Josh, Josh, I'm going to see both of y'all in June. <laughs> so, Josh, what it is? Like, like, what, what, I, I'm not really buying the CP3 hype. I don't think he's ever going to get it done. Talk me off the ledge. All right, well, listen, he has a team this year. He uh, let's, let's be honest. If he doesn't get hurt last year, I think the Rockets are in the finals last year and they yeah. win the championship. So, injuries have a lot to do with at the same time. You can't just knock off someone because they got injured. Right. That's, that's not fair to them. I mean, Chris Paul makes every team he's on better. He makes everyone around him better. He's a floor general. Mm-hmm. And right now they have the roster on top of, I think, the right mindset, the right system to knock off the Warriors. I think it's. I think it actually could happen this year. I wasn't so sure about it when they acquired Melo, but just watching this preseason Hunger. and kind of, mm. kind of just factoring the fact that the Warriors, I think, are going to be a little tired. It, it plays you know, on your, in your mind and you get mental fatigue and you kind of get bored. I think that plays into the Rockets this year. And I think Chris Paul, listen, he didn't, he's never won a championship. Has he underachieved with the Clippers? Maybe a little bit, but I don't think a lot of it is on him. He was hurt some of the time. Blake Griffin was inconsistent. He didn't really have the roster to do so. So mm-hmm. playing everything on Chris Paul really isn't fair. I think Thank they you. got far because of him, not in spite of him. Yo, they listen, listen. Thank because you, Josh. We I mean, Superstars are not here to be treated fairly in the uh... NBA. <laughs> we, we, we heap all the praise, so you have to accept the blame. It is what it is. But fellas, but job, you Man, kicking it to your man. Why don't we ever bring up Kyrie's injuries? Your boy, the boy Kyrie, has been hurt two playoffs. Because Kyrie stepped back over the unanimous for the championship. That was That's one why. player. But hey, I mean, it's a Chris, ring. If Chris Paul had LeBron to carry him to a finals, I don't think. Damn, I think Chris Paul hamstring would have popped on the step back, and he wouldn't have hit the shot. <laughs> <laughs> the, the disrespect. The disrespect is at an all-time high. All right. So now I'm going to be a little respectful. You know, all summer, guys. We've looked at the Mellow acquisition or the potential Mellow acquisition. We knew it was a foregone conclusion. We expected Mellow to be a rocket, oh, right? Yeah. Everyone is doubting it. They're saying losing the Prince, losing Ariza is going to affect them defensively. Mm-hmm. That's a given. But you know what I said something to you because I said this is a winding road, this, these basketball discussions. We like to keep that same energy. The one thing I said to Just during that matchup at Golden State was there was a lot of grown man basketball yes. being played by the Houston Rockets. Whereas the defensive tenacity might have taken a step back. Mm-hmm. Adding Melo is another grown man. Mm-hmm. Melo might not be the greatest defender, but in the playoffs, game five, game six, game seven, those bodies leaning on you, hacking you, just being that presence. I think that will matter more in a game seven scenario when yes. the shots are not falling. Maybe you roll the ball over to Melo and Melo goes to work. I think Melo might, he might not be the defender he was, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I think when it's time... For money time, Harden's going to get out the way. CP's going to get out the way. I think Melo's going to be the guy to bring him home. I'm going to say, if if there's a championship to be won, I think it's going to be Melo. Hold on, uh, Josh. Be the Knicks fan over here. So, I hear you, right? Yeah, what's up? You're 100% correct. But let me add 
in addition to that, okay. let me say how I think Melo helps the Rockets and how they help he helps them in the matchup with the Warriors. So rem- I said this on my show earlier. So you remember last year, right? right. Kevin Durant, who was he guarding all series? Nobody. Tre- he was Trevor Reason. <laughs> Basically, Nova, what is Trevor Reason? A specialist, a yeah. 3D specialist. So because he's a 3D specialist, on the defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. KD is allowed to rest. Oh. All he has to do is help out. He has to be help out on James Harden. You don't Harden, think Iguodala will be guarding um, Carmelo? Maybe, but what? there's shooters all around. True. It's a, it's a different dynamic. It's a different dynamic. They're going to get switched up either way, right? right? So right. my point is when Melo has the ball, Melo will attack you. Mm-hmm. Melo will try to post you up. Melo's not going to just sit there and be comfortable standing at the three-point line like right. the way Trevor Reza true, does. True, Melo will at least try to penetrate or at least put some pressure on KD and force him to play some defense. And in turn, on the on the, on the offensive side of the ball for Golden State, KD's going to be a little winded. True. He's going to be a little fatigued. True. That's why Steph Curry was compromised in the series. He was fatigued from playing defense. Uh, KD, you know what? Mello, just justice making some sense. Josh, what's up? You were chiming in. That all makes sense if D'Antoni's willing to let that happen. Now, when Chris Paul he came got no over, choice. He got it, no it choice. It, it, I don't know if he has no choice. It depends how much he can count on Mel, how much he has faith in Mello. I mean, Mello, he takes his mid-range jump shots, but it's more more of an isolation. And the way the Rockets do isolation is completely different. It's top of the key, drive and kick, or pick and roll. And that's not what Mello does. Mello will take you iso, but he's at the he's at the elbow, elbow jab, step, jab, step, do whatever. D'Antoni's not going to want that. It's up to Mello to either catch and shoot or catch, pump fake, one dribble shoot. It's not going to be, you know, the typical Carmelo thing that we've seen. And he has to be okay with that. I don't think D'Antoni's going to let what we've seen from Melo in his career fly. I think D'Antoni's going to expect Melo to fit into his system. You know what, Josh? You're making a... You know what? There's some contrasting arguments here. I think that's what's going to make this season compelling. Right. So... Now, on top, I just, to add to that, though, I think it can be done. I'm not saying it can't be done. I just haven't seen Melo do it, so I'm not confident in Melo doing it. But at the same time, when a man's reputation's on the line, when this is his last mm-hmm. shot, and he's a Hall of Fame player who wants to win a ring, I can see him doing it, but I don't think it's going to be in the way that people think it's going to be. So, let, so let's put a bow on this. People Just, adapt. we already know what it is. June. I don't even have to, like, we don't got to BS here. See you in June. The Rockets are going to the finals <laughs> as per Just Blaze, yep. a.k.a. Justin Lee. I'm on note. Mr. Rodriguez, what, what's up? Who you got? Who, who do I have? As far as the Rockets. Are you buying or you selling? <sighs> to, uh, you know, today, if, if you ask me to put money on it, like, you know you want to buy. <laughs> I, want, I, I, I haven't seen it from Melo yet. I'm going to take the Warriors in seven still. Ooh. You also have to realize the Marcus Cousins is on the team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a compromise. The that, Marcus that, Cousins. That, that, that right there, that, that's a wait and see package mm-hmm. right there. We're going to see. It is, it's, a, it's a wait and see, but at the same time, he is one of the best talents in the league as well. I don't think he's going to mess up that system at all. You're talking about another player who wants to show that he can fit into a team environment. And I, I don't think they're going to have, I don't think Draymond Green, these players on the Warriors are going to have him wrecking their system and their dynasty, sort of say. So I think, He's so I think adding him on the team is just, it, it just makes the Warriors unstoppable if he is what he is. Right. Now, I also have to see Melo fit in. You know, I have to see what Melo's going to do. I don't know how he's going to play for Josh, just watch that preseason, man. Melo <laughs> shoots 50% from three on six three-pointers a night. Yeah, but it shows the mentality. Though. You know what? I like it this does. energy. Josh, we, we got to wrap this up real quick. Can you plug your pod? Let people know where they can find you before we move on. Yeah, absolutely. You can follow my podcast, The Dime, on Twitter and Instagram at The Dime NBA. You can find me personally on Twitter at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. 
Thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. Definitely. We'll do this again. I'll have yes, you sir. on for your whole podcast. We could chop it up and I can slander CP without just defending it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll holler at you CP3. soon, man. Top three point card of all time. Uh, Talk whatever. About it. <laughs> <laughs> just, that was fun. Yes. You know, I think if there's a year to catch Golden State, it'll be this year. Five years straight in the finals is difficult. Hey, a couple five years? It will be five years this year. That is a lot. You know, I just feel as though Golden State with Boogie it could go either way. Mm-hmm. If they play how they're supposed to play, mm-hmm. of course they're going to go. Mm-hmm. But those body blows last season, the locker room conflicts that were spoken about by guys who have now retired, Yes, that, that says a lot. The ego of the athlete, the disease of me, these things are real issues. The disease of me is And you know real. what? CP, as much as I slander him, right? He's not get he's not getting any younger. Nope. Melo's not getting any younger. There's a hunger there that mm. needs to happen. Mm. It needs to, if it's gonna be any year, it's gonna be this year, I think. They're very hungry. I'm not man. picking them though. Listen, they're very <laughs> hungry. Listen, the team got taller, they got faster, they got younger, they got more athletic. Michael Carter Williams. I know I know y'all. You buying like, you buying it. I'm telling you, I'm buying it. Listen, y'all gotta apologize to me. Hey. For when we get to mid-season, you're like, damn, MCW's getting you 12 but, points a night, 11 points a night. No. I, don't get me wrong. You. I love Syracuse Orange. I want he's MCW about, to be good. Watch. He, he's going to be Livingston 2.0. He's not as efficient, though. He is going to be efficient. He's shooting, I think it was 75% from the field. And I know it's preseason. Come on. I understand. But it's how the aggression. He's attacking the basket. He's not shooting threes. My point is, he knows he can't shoot. Right. And that's what I like to see. Okay. If you know you can't shoot, don't shoot. So Take what you're saying is he going to be the mid-range guy while everyone else is chucking the well, threes? Well, he's taking it straight. You know our philosophy is he's yeah. a three-pointer, so he's taking it straight to the basket. Well, he's about 6'7". He's long. He's, he's still athletic. With, he's playing in the second unit with Chris Paul. That's strictly his role. So he's the off-point guard mm-hmm. with CP3. And you know how CP3 can command a second unit when he comes in. It's him. It's, it's Michael Carter-Williams. It's CP3. It's Melo out there. It's James Ennis. I like I like what I'm hearing. Marquise Chris. I like what I'm hearing. You know, put it this way. I'm I don't know. I know it's okay. But if there's a year. You gotta see it come together. It's I just feel as though you're asking a guy who's never been anything in the league who's to that? be something. MCW. Besides that yeah. rookie of the year. In a limited role though. Yeah. We're not he's I'm had, not asking I'm not saying he's gonna be a star now. He's still a rotational piece. Right. He's a ninth guy off the bench. You know, but I still think that ninth guy off the bench with the minutes he's going to get. I like your argument as far as the second unit because I just believe that D'Antoni has gotten big numbers out of Chris Duhon in yes. multiple locations. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Chris Duhon. Even Raymond Felton, he got something out of him. Fat Ray Felton. You Come know what on. I'm saying? I just believe that in these situations, how many guys are going to rise above, right? Mm. How many guys are going to show you something they haven't shown you before? Mm-hmm. Melo has to be a six-man. We haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. CP3 hasn't gotten it done. Harden hasn't. We, we talked about it on Above the Rim. He hasn't completed a major series. Yeah. We, we need to see these scenarios where guys get it done. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So as far as winning championships... Golden State is vulnerable. I'm going to put that out there. Okay. I'm willing to give you that argument That's all as of right bit. now. But enough about all of that. We have another special guest stepping into the league office to talk about the beloved Bozo Nation, a.k.a. the New York Knicks, the homie J.O. Call it what you want. What's good? Welcome to the gray area and the league office. Oh, man, I'm special right now. I'm in the league. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm official. I'm the union official. rep. What's good? 
Oh, I don't know if I can say that. I think right now I'm a league office intern. Nah, you a rep. You a rep, J.O. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm the union rep? All right, that's cool. I'm upgrading. I'm stepping up. The enforcer. Up. So, yo, J.O., <laughs> let, let's get right into it, man. What is it going to take for your beloved New York Knicks season to not be a complete fail? Like, what needs to happen? The number one thing, all, all BS aside, mm-hmm. they have to have some type of offense. Okay. Coming off of that stupid triangle offense that's not even hey, a real hey, offense. Hey, 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 hey. I know, I know, I know. Mike, Mike, Scotty, Phil, all them, Shaq, Kobe, Kobe yeah, yeah pal. Hello. <laughs> they won off it, but that was, what, 15 years ago? Um, no, it was like eight years ago, bro. Come on, come on. Eight years ago. The Lakers won. Ago. The oh, Lakers won right. in 2010. That's right. That's come right. That's right. Uh oh, right. the With Kobe the bodyguard is. You here. already yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Costner. There you go. With that Kobe stuff. But I mean, <laughs> even not even just that that triangle, but even Fish. You know, he hasn't been known as a as an offensive guy. Everybody right. talk about him as a defensive guy. So he, he got to bring some type of flair and offense to New York. Mm. That, that that's number one to just you know to get a fan something to be excited about. And number two for me, um, most Knicks fans just got a gut punch when Kyrie said that he was staying with the Celtics. <laughs> That's regular. So, so you gotta let, you gotta let these young boys show they got something. Like I know with Porzingis out, Cantor mm-hmm. gonna try to Cantor's gonna try to be the guy. Right. Hardaway's gonna try to be the guy, but you gotta you gotta let not so that he can be a guy, like a, a top two, top three type player mm. on the team, not in the league, but on the team. And you got to get something from a big man, man. Like 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 Mitchell Robinson. He, he's he's flary and he's uh, athletic Hungry. and he can run. Yeah, but he got that sprained ankle right now, mm-hmm. so he's gonna be down for a minute. But um, you got you just gotta you gotta look at the future. You gotta get some pieces, and you gotta show Porzingis that he should resign. Listen, I'm not all this show Porzingis and all this and that. First of all, listen, this dude is like seven foot eight with a, with a blown ACL. I'm not. I'm a little leery on, on him coming back and being a unicorn. He he might just be a white horse when he comes back. I don't know if he's a unicorn. And I, and I noticed you talked about the young players. I know Just was listening as well. And I noticed you didn't mention Frankie Pastries, aka Frank Nilik, whatever. The French I can't eat, The French Crella. Like, what's up? He don't count in your in your youth that's, movement. That, see, see, that's number four. That's number four. <laughs> one of these point guards, they got six point guards on the yeah. roster. And one of these, they got five and a pastry chef. They don't have six. <laughs> All right, five and a pastry chef. <laughs> <laughs> you better make some baklava. You know. But um, but yeah, one of these point guards got to show that they about something. Man. Okay. You got too many too many young point guards on the team, and they all play different and don't really bring much to the table. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. you got Trey Burke who's been in the league for a minute and he what a, finally I showed. call him Renta Iverson. Carry on. He is. Oh, because he got the <laughs> I like Trey Burke, though. I'm not gonna play. Play. I like Trey Burke, though. I think he could do some do a little something if he got some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I mean, in the, wor- in the words of Jarv, he showed that he can do some things with some empty, on the empty calories. Empty type. calories. Yeah. Fat. Ah, I, I appreciated that. I'm knocking that. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I mean with a, on the team, after Porzingis towards ACL, you don't mm-hmm. really got much going on. He showed that he can put up, get buckets mm-hmm. against, like, some G League players. But, I mean, it, it's, it's it's more of a of a look towards the future type thing. Like yeah. I said, number one main thing is you just got to show that you can bring some type of and offense to New York. I'm not really what? buying Knox and, and, and Robinson. What's up, Justin? Mm, see, that's interesting that you say because I definitely wasn't buying him draft time. He okay. did show me a little something, Summer League, but as far as 
Nick's go. Bozo Nation. Bozo Nation. Listen, my man Fizz, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Take That for Data, what he's got to do, he's got to instill some hunger in these young boys. That's the whole mission for the season. Okay. I don't care about winning no damn games because y'all are trash right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you could could win 20 games. I would take 20 games. That would be nice. 20 to 25. Disrespectful. We already know the Garden garden Price is going to be acting like they having 50 wins this year. Now I got to deal with them damn prices over here. That's why they Bozo Nation. Nor there, but you gotta instill some hunger in these young boys. Right. The French Krilla, French croissant, whatever you want to call them, I'm Word. not a fan. The baguette, the baguette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm good on him. I'm big good on him. I'm good on him. So Trey Burke, I think is decent. I mm-hmm. think he's someone you put on the shelf. Mm-hmm. I think he's a nice backup right now, but I would love to see if they can upgrade at the point guard position, which is tough. But all in all, they gotta trade for somebody, which they probably can't because they don't want to give up a pick. And they have to get somebody in 2019. That's uh, it. It's uh, all about 2019. If it's not 2019, this season makes no difference. So I need hunger. I need Thank the Knicks you. to lose as much as possible. Don't even games. win. 20 games. Get another top pick. Maybe Zion will fall in your lap. Oh. You know, then you get Kawhi or somebody. Mm. You know, uh, JL, what up, man? All right, now let, let me let me circle back to something Just said because me and Just talked during a draft mm. about Kevin Knox. Yep. And, and, and I said this. Other than Daniel Orton and Marcus Teague, I think mm. it was Marcus Teague, name another bad Kentucky player that Calipari put in the league. Kevin Knox. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, he does have some athleticism. Yeah, yeah I'm though. trolling right I now. I like Don't his mind athleticism. Me. He could play. He actually might be decent this yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. I'm not going to go on He'll have every opportunity. Because I could be... I, I, yeah. I could be shut up this season. No, I mean, you know, if he does perform. So I'm a Nick Basher. They all garbage. Mm. Okay. We'll see. Okay. In, in, my, in my jar, according to sources. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Talk about it. Jarv is a walking sound bite waiting to happen. Listen, I try, man. I try. But uh, you know, your man up in Golden State, they saying he uh the sources say he looking at the Knicks. Oh, yeah, KD? KD, right? KD. Mm. You think, all right, honestly, y'all think that's a possibility. I, I actually think it's like a 30 to 40% chance that he would consider the Knicks. I'm not even going to lie. You know what? If it's conspiracy season it is. and all this TV money is being thrown around, we need all these big market teams to be good. And think about this. Yes. Right now, KD is one of the most hated superstars yeah. in the league right now. Go to New York. If he goes to New York and actually gives them some sort of relevance, mm-hmm. obviously they're going to go to the playoffs. Beautiful. Right? Yep. He would completely change his narrative back around to Imagine be that OKC guy. Melo becoming a Nick. Patrick Ewing never won a damn thing. As a matter of fact, because they don't respect Ewing as much as they should. Mm-hmm. John Starks never did anything besides dunk on, on Jordan. He's a legend in New York and City. And collapse in the finals. Yeah. Imagine what KD does for this city right now. It would, it, I would have to stop calling them Bozo Nation. They starve. You know the Knicks fans starving. are starving. They starving for a second round exit. They don't even want a championship. Yeah. They just want to make the playoffs and say we working. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just want some respectability. That's it. Oh, yeah? That's cool. I mean, Take I that, too. I mean, playoffs, second round, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. KD would, would be great because, number one, he, he probably, going back, if he go to the Knicks, he probably would win an MVP right. while he's there. So, I mean, that's that's one Off you know, GP, plus. they might give it to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Narrative you, police would give it to him for real. Yep. <laughs> Narrative police. That's 100% true. It is There's what it facts is. on that, man. Shit. But, but, you know what? Let me back up a little bit. I forgot to do something. I got I, I got to put my uh, little Uzi uh, ski mask on oh, first. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> shout, shout, hey, shout out to Big Brenda. Hey. <laughs> Yo, on that note, J.O., I appreciate you for coming on. Can we get your social media and where they can get your podcast, man? All right, the Welcome Back episode is dropping any day now. Um, I just came back in the lab. The league office office made me uh, set my game up and put out another episode. They said it's been too long, so I had to listen to the league office as the intern. So you can find me on Twitter. I really just use Twitter now. uh, Okay. Odin2218. You can find the podcast on Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts, call it what you want. Yeah, and you can catch me everywhere. J.O., you will be back soon enough. Until oh, yeah. <laughs> we got we gotta talk, we gotta talk this Odell Hopkins thing. Oh yeah. About every Monday After morning. week 10, we're gonna get all of that. Remember, I'll be bookmarked that. After week 10 is all going down. I wanna hear for that. Sure. I need that, I need that diet Mountain Dew. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, bro, we out. All right, for sure, bro. All right. Just yes, sir. the boy Kyrie. Mm. Step back over the unanimous MVP, Bars. The Celtics have everything, everything at their disposal. Mm -hmm. What it would take for them to live up to expectations? Egos. Egos. Putting those egos to the side. Mm. That's all. Egos and then health as well. Okay. But, see... I like, become, I like how you went with egos, bro. Yes. Not even basketball. Yeah. The it's, personal. To me, it's egos because, oh, let me start off. Why I say egos is because guys like Scary Terry, Terry Rosier, mm-hmm. right? Oh, guys yeah. Guys like Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, guys like Jason Tatum, guys like Jalen Brown. They all hungry right now mm-hmm. to still prove themselves. Even Gordon Haywood mm-hmm. is still proving that he can come back. Oh, this, he, that he can come back <laughs> this year, right, and actually complete a full season with the Celtics. So right. he's hungry to prove himself that he's worth that max contract that True. he got. So every, when you have too many people that are hungry, they could slightly get in each other's way if they're not all on the same page and all on the same goal. Right. A lot of those guys that I mentioned, they're still young in their career. They may not care about a championship right now. They just may maybe want to showcase themselves in order to get that big money contract, which mm. is what's going around right now. Mm. So that's something to watch for there. But also, the Celtics got to be healthy. And to me, I'll tell you, I know you're a big, you're a Celtics fan right now because the boy Kyrie. That's, it's such a conflict of interest for me right oh, now. Man, you know? I know. That's something like, this is, Sky, this is are you ridiculous. a Celtics fan or what? I just love Kyrie. Kyrie could go play for Alaska. I'm going I'm to watch. You Jesus, understand? man. But listen, I really, I know everyone likes the Celtics right now. They're mm. the hot. They're the sexy pick right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. But I still have issues with their roster. And it's the same issues I've had forever. That center position. Yeah. Al Horford, <laughs> he has done much better last year. The thief. Year. The thief, right? <laughs> he has done a lot better last year. He played a lot better. I didn't bash him as much last year. You got Aaron Baines, a big yeah. Australian yeah. down there. But I'm still not confident in those two. Maybe, you know what? I, maybe I should take it back because maybe I'll be confident with those two in the East. Yeah. yeah. I mean. But when it gets to the finals. It'll be tricky. Because, you know, it's, it's big boy basketball in the West. Big boy basketball. I'm with you 100% on the locker room deciding the expectations of the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Basketball-wise, they got the savant coach. Yes. They, they have elite talent They'll all across the board. They'll make it work. Yes. It's egos because what's being undersold, and I like the fact that you keep bringing it up, is the Terry Rozier factor. Yes. He showed out tremendously in oh. Kyrie's absence. I'm not really concerned so much about Kyrie than I am about Rosier because how is he going to feel not having to revert back to less? Yes. And you still have Marcus Smart who needs minutes as well. It's going to it's you know, I hate to use the cliche, but there's not enough basketballs yeah. to go around for these guys. And it's like 
Whose ego is going to be bruised the most? Who's going to be able to adjust to play in 25 minutes one night or barely get on the court the next night? Mm. Who's going to be in the end of the bench? Like, the coach for them has to figure out a rotation. Yes. That makes sense. That makes you know, sense. Is Tatum going to take a step? Is it going to be Jalen Brown? Who's going to fail that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And who's going to be willing to take less for the greater good of the team? Because yes. it's not going to be Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. They got the money. They are the superstars. Sacrificial lambs. So, yeah, let's talk about Fact. it. You know what I mean? Sacrificial lambs. And I think that egos will decide how far they go. If they're a harmonious unit, finals. If things start to happen... A team in the East might catch him lacking in the second round because mm-hmm. they're busy mad at each other. Yeah. Kyrie said he wants to resign, right? Mm-hmm. But somewhere else might look a lot more viable to him. You know yes. what I mean? So, egos. And really quick, I'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. you did you, I don't know if you noticed the little slide, the little trickery that Kyrie's doing by announcing it now. Yeah. So what he's saying is basically saying to them, I'm here. If you guys will have me, mm-hmm. I'll be back, right? Now you know they have decisions to make at the yeah. end of the season. Yeah. If you guys will have me, quote unquote, meaning if you guys are choosing me or you guys are choosing Terry Rosier. It's a Jedi mind gonna, trick. They're going to have to choose it, make a decision. Yeah. And he's telling them right now, I'll stay if you're choosing me. So I'm telling you right now, make the right decision. And also, I'll pay, piggyback your point. On the clock. If he leaves, he's already positioned the argument to make the organization look bad. Exactly. It wasn't me. I said I was staying. I already said I was Although staying. Although he probably was leaving the whole way. Exactly. Man, he can that say boy, Kyrie. That's why I like him, you know? He's a troublemaker. Jedi mind tricks. Jedi trick. mind tricks. All right, let's go to Philly. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. They have two high-end players. Will it be Markel Fultz that takes him over the top? Mm. Is it someone we're not even checking for? Is it J.J. Reddick shooting 50% from three? What's it going to take for Philly to to hit that next level? I think to me, I like their roster, but I'm not crazy about their roster. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? They got some nice pieces. I like Joel Embiid. I like Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows Mm -hmm. that. I like J.J. Reddick. Dario Saric, eh, he's right. I mean, I'm not really checking for him. Uh, Robert Covington, he's a solid piece. Mm -hmm. Wilson Chandler is a nice, sneaky, good pickup. But what they still lacking is a perimeter wing go-to scorer. And that's going to be their Achilles heel no matter what. As soon as you get back to the playoffs, again, because like you say all the time, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is going to get Rondo yes. in the playoffs. So he's going to have to shoot them free throws. And you remember, I think it was his last game. Did he score one point? I don't even remember. But if And he- then they were making fun of him with the with the Will Chamberlain side. I think it was one point. You're absolutely Boston, right about that. Boston Fact. held him to one point. If the shot, well, ain't no shot. Can't say if the shot not falling. If you can't get to the basket. You can't even get to the line? So let me, so let me do this then. Are we... Asking too much yes. of Markel Fultz? Yes. What is Markel Fultz? Right we don't now? even know. I don't know what that man Fair. is. And because I don't know what he is, I'm not trusting that number one pick nonsense. All the people want to kill Lonzo as a number two pick when you got the number one pick who didn't even produce. Because he didn't have a LeVar. That's all it was. Exactly. It was we all know what it is with Lonzo. Exactly. It ain't about basketball with Lonzo Exa- ball. It's all you. hate. You it's know not, what I mean? Triple B's basketball. big ball of brand. I'm here for it all. Thank um you. So, in your opinion, mm. why aren't they pushing more for Jimmy Butler? Like, what's the holdup here? That's, that's, it's very concerning to me. Yeah. And to me, I feel like Philly is a little bit complacent in mm. a way. I think, like, Philly overrates themselves. I think the franchise kind of overrates themselves. Right. And I think it's because of the media overrates them. Of course, them. the process. Yeah, the process. So, they think it's a, it's a big thing. Listen, if those boys were in the West... They'll be a first-round exit. Oh, yeah. Easy money. If those boys They'll be in Minnesota the in the West. Exactly. Exactly. You know? They'll be Minnesota in the West. Perfect. So they still need a little bit more. And I'm not... Are you sold on Brett Brown? No. 
I'm not sold on him. He's, he's a placeholder until my son from Villanova decides he wants to just still coach in the same building but coach mm. the pro team. Mm. Jay Wright is on deck. Okay. okay. You know, um, I don't know. I I think that they're playing this whole game of we know more than you think we know and Mark yeah. Foster is going to blow us out of the water and we'll all look stupid. I think that's what they're banking on. But, but I just don't see it. He's starting now. He, well, and he they, might as well. And they relegated J.J. Redick to the bench. He doesn't have to handle the ball as much. Mm. You have a creator and you have an attention drawing big. Mm-hmm. You better kill folks. But can he kill? Well, look, if he has a Blake Griffin-ish rookie year, mm-hmm. they, they they might mess around. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. But I don't know. You know what I mean? He'll be to interesting my to watch. Yeah. My Lakers. Mm. My question is, we know what it is. We, we, we talked about it. Twitter, Facebook, above the rim. We know what's up. LeBron is a Laker, mm-hmm. right? What does it take in your astute opinion for them to exceed expectations? Not just make the playoffs, but to, let's say, get to the conference finals or further. What, what would have to happen for that to happen? I think the Lakers young core needs to do two things. Follow LeBron's lead, mm-hmm. but also have the mental capacity right. and the mental fortitude, the strongest, the strong will to also stand up to him mm. during the games. Because I don't know if you were, well, we all remember what happened a lot in Cleveland. What were those players around him doing? They were LeBron watching. They conceded, yeah. Every time LeBron got the yeah. ball, they were LeBron watching. You got George Hill and those boys over there. They oh, were please. LeBron watching. Make me a play. Do something for me. Feed me dinner. Mm. They were basically telling LeBron, put my food on the plate, give me the fork, give me the knife, give me the napkin. Place the bib on me. And it's evident to your point. I mean, I'm piggybacking just a lot because this guy does what he does. But it's evident that he wants to be created for. Yes. He went to a team with multiple creators who like then that. added more creators. Like so that. LeBron is telling you that I don't want to do everything anymore. Mm. All these guys keep looking at this like this is a Cleveland LeBron. I keep saying this is going to be Miami LeBron. It's mm. going to be times Heat where LeBron? it's going to be and as far Heat as LeBron. playing off the ball, playing off the catch, mm. head full of steam, throwing it on people, and just taking some possessions on where D-Wade can go get a bucket. Yeah. Even Mario Chalmers can get a bucket. Bosh can get a bucket. I'm not saying these guys are as good, mm. but they can get their own shot. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though, to your point, if they step step up to LeBron, right, That's take it. the ball out of his hands, exactly, don't make give it some to him. plays, take advantage of the attention he draws, the Lakers will win a lot more than people expect they would. Yes, I I definitely agree. And you know, we talked about this a lot, and I'm on record of saying I said I said this on Twitter and on my show. Mm-hmm. My boy Brandon Ingram, he's gonna be an All Star this year. Yeah, he's talking hot too. He talk. Hey, you, see, <laughs> you know what's crazy? After I say all of this, now yeah. he's talking hot. Now he's the hot thing to now. You should have just said sources say. Just, just throw it on there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sources say PI is gonna be good. Man, I'm telling you, I said this a few weeks ago. Actually, when LeBron went there, yeah. I said it in my head. BI is gonna be if they don't trade him. He's going to be the one to take his game to the next oh, level yeah. because his game complements Le- uh, LeBron very well. I felt like well. you and I were the only ones on this mountain saying, y'all talking about cools, it's yeah. Brandon Ingram. <laughs> Brandon Ingram's always the better player. Right. They just don't like his frame, so they love to hate. Yeah. So they love to hate. But Ingram, this year, he's going to get you 24-4. 22-4-4, right. actually. I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm going to say he's going to be also this year. In my I mean, mind. Yeah, sure, I ain't going to argue with that. that. And the reason why I think he's going to be also is because I think the Lakers are going to be a top four seed mm-hmm. by the All-Star break. And with them being a top four seed, it's a LeBron team that's a top four seed. He's yeah. going to get two All-Stars. And you know what? To your point as well, the style of ball they play yep. is conducive to the casuals yes. who want to see these guys exactly. in an All-Star environment. And Kuz coming off the bench, so he's not getting that All-Star appearance. Kuz, yeah, I'm not going to say he's overrated, but... 
Y'all need to pump y'all brakes yeah. on, on Kyle Kuzma. I'm, that's all I'm saying. He's a nice six man right now. Yeah. I'll take him as a six man. All right. So now, just I'm going to, you know, I was nice to Chris Paul to a degree. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, I'm throwing you another lob. Mm-hmm. Golden State Warriors, mm. right? Instead of us saying the obvious, oh, they're going to win the championship. What will it take for them to not three P just <laughs> well what needs to happen beyond the right just let's let's let, forget the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Just generally speaking, your your mind, how you view this team. What happens that, that the wheels fall off, they don't go to the finals, they don't three peak? Mm-hmm. I think what might be their <clears throat> excuse me, their Achilles heel is trying to appease Boogie Cousins mm-hmm. when he comes back. When I say appease, I mean like not necessarily do anything that he asks you to do, like everything he asks you to do on the court. But you know when you make those little mental switches, like when you know when you have a player of the caliber of Demarcus Cousins mm-hmm. coming on your team. Sometimes in your back of your mind, you're like, "Damn, I feel like I'm doing him dirty right now because it's been five plays. Right. He didn't touch the ball. Let me make sure I go out of my way to get him a shot. Mm-hmm. If it was somebody like Kevin Looney in there, would you care if he gets a shot at five possessions? He didn't touch the ball. They have enough offense on Golden State." Right now, what Demarcus has to work on is defense and be the rim protector. True. And remember what they what the Rockets did to Kevin Looney in any sense that they put their last ad. They put him in the cooker and they switched out on him. Right. So then the playoffs, Demarcus Cousins, he gonna have to play D they on the perimeter. They couldn't wait to get Looney up out of there. They right? couldn't as soon wait. As they go, they, your dog wasn't even healthy. They just needed to get Looney out of there. Exactly. So because they were cooking him. So yeah. my thing is with Golden State is with them trying to appease. Boogie Cousins in any way which might compromise their offensive scheme, meaning that they can still share the ball the way they normally do, but it'll be a little bit... It's another big dynamic that you're adding to the team. He's not just an average role player. This man commands the defense, and he's going to want to command the defense because he's in a contract year as well, so he's not going to be sitting there be comfortable with seven points a night. Mm, You know what? I agree with everything you're saying. Mm -hmm. You know what I think will probably knock them off the rails as well? Much like I spoke about earlier. All of those things in the locker room Mm. that David West spoke about, Mm. it shows you that this is not the harmonious group that we thought they were. Mm. That Kevin Durant signing has... We all know it. It's the worst kept secret. It changed the whole dynamic. The beautiful basketball they played, the team first style featuring Steph Curry, Klay Thompson... Something changed. Yes. Guys wanted this. Let's let's take a step back now. On game the lowest f- of keys. On the lowest of keys. Facts. Let's go back to game four of the finals. Mm-hmm. Little known thing that's talked about. We never saw Golden State go out of their way to feature a guy. Mm. They were going hard to get Steph that MVP, yes. which means it's a talking point in yes. that locker room. Guys understand the importance. You've been you've been preaching it. There's Steph, no finals MVP. That is a problem. That's a stain. But the fact that they're going out of their way to feature a guy shows that you guys are now, yeah, yeah, looking at that stat sheet, y'all looking at y'all resume, y'all concerned about what you don't have. Mm-hmm. I think if they don't win this year, it's because what they don't have gets more magnified. Aisha's and Steph's in. Why is KD doing that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Clay looking around like, y'all don't appreciate me. You, you, you know how I look at Golden State? I don't look at them as a foursome. I look right. at them as a three plus one. Right. And Agreed. That, and that plus one is so big. That Yo. That, you could say it's one plus three if you really want to make the yeah, argument. KD's, KD's a big deal. You yeah. know what I mean? And the other difference is that 
Steph and Clay, I don't I don't personally believe that they really wanted KD. I think no. Draymond talked them into right. wanting KD there right. because Draymond and KD have that relationship. Of and course. he wanted KD. He said, listen, fellas, we need an extra piece. We need mm. a little bit more. And he said he's willing to come here. So why not? So I think, to me, he talked them into it because I feel like Steph Curry... I think he's very okay with having his own team. Of course. I think he loves to, he likes to hide or whatever, but Steph Curry is cocky just like the rest of them. He loves to shimmy, he loves to do all of that. That he man wants his own out. team as well. And now he's lost a tad, tad bit of luster. Oh, yeah. Since KD has gone over and there. And another thing, Draymond. Mm-hmm. Some can argue that he 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 was more of a role player than in years past. A defensive yes. Intensity took a step back. He, he wasn't a role he wa- player right now. He wasn't as much of a defensive game changer as he was previously, yes. right? On top of the fact that he's due to get paid again. Mm-hmm. To me, I feel like me will be the one thing stopping them from winning a championship as us. Mm-hmm. Four out of five. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm leery this year. This is the first time I'm not walking into a season and just checking off Golden State. 100%. Everybody else is because they nah. got Boogie Cousins. Nah, we're not even worried about him. Exactly. Right now. This dude's not playing until probably March. We don't know and how he, he's going to look And when, when he comes, comes back, back let me, I'm going to put it out there right now. When he comes back, he's going to be DeMarcus Cousins. He's not <laughs> even going to be Boogie, okay? He has to re earn the Boogie name. He popped his Achilles, Just DeMarcus. He's DeMarcus <laughs> until further notice. He is. Well, let's shift gears, right? You and I have talked about a lot of players in the NBA. We've done star versus superstars, so on and so forth. There's a there, to me, there, I don't believe there's a dearth of mega game changers in the NBA. I think it's about four or five guys that change the fortune of your team off the rip. I think the rest of these guys are all media creations or imaginary players. So now, you know, because I'm like being the bad cop. I'm going to throw out guys that I believe are imaginary players, Uh-oh. and you will agree or disagree. Okay. You know what I mean? So. First of all, first, 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 first of yes. all. That and leadoff, imaginary player. He's been in the news cycle, the media cycle, for about a month and a half, two months now. Jimmy Butler. Mm. He's getting, you know, he's, he's declining contract offers. Teams, the Timberwolves are trying to get the world for him. Thibodeau's begging him to stay, but I'm sitting back and I'm reading articles and watching reports, and I'm like, this is Jimmy Butler. Who is this guy? I think Jimmy Butler is the biggest imaginary player in the NBA. I don't think he changes any team's fortunes. He gets his numbers, but he's not championship good. Am I wrong in feeling like he's an imaginary player? He's not box office. I don't understand. I think you're 100% right. Okay. I definitely think he's an imaginary player, but I do think he's a very valuable piece. Mm. Yeah, I, think he's a value, nice. I think he's a valuable piece on the right team. Though. Okay. If he's your number one option, your mm-hmm. best dude on the team, mm-hmm. maybe you get to the playoffs. Okay. Maybe you get to the playoffs. Because I actually gave him some credit this year going to Minnesota, but now I, he lost all that credit for me. Because, okay. I mean, they made the AC, but they struggled to get that AC. So mm-hmm. I don't really necessarily know how great Jimmy Butler is. I would like for him to get traded to go to Miami. Then we really could see the type of star that he is, if he is. But I would say he's an imaginary player. And he's not a top 10 player or top 15. I go go top 20. You know what, Just? You're absolutely right. I think part of it also is, you know, shout out to Jimmy Butler, but he views himself as a lot more than what he is. I won't knock a man for for having a lot of confidence. confidence. But fair is fair, Jimmy. You, You you're not what you think you are, okay? The fact that you turned down $140 million, come on. Come on. Come on, son. That's ridiculous. Um, the next guy on my imaginary player list, you know, he's in Detroit now. He's someone you love. 
Blake Used Griffin. To. Imaginary player. Mm. I think that, you know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the lack of Chris Paul has, has exposed Blake Griffin and the homie Justin Lee mm. has been saying it since last summer Jesus. when CP left that you would see the real Blake. And I want to give you your credit, bro. Thank you. Imaginary player, Blake Griffin. Not only the real Blake, but the real DeAndre as well. Yeah, DeAndre, we knew he was limited the whole way. Mm, he shouldn't have never got no max deal. He didn't lead the league in field goal percentage. True. Didn't lead the league in rebounds, no blocks. He was right. just a, not a decent center. But back to Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. I don't love Blake Griffin. I like Blake Griffin, but... I still like him right in a, now. In a span of the, the Clippers with CP. Oh, yes. I was a big fan of us because yeah. I had to pump Blake up. Right, I had right, to pump right. him up. I, had, I, I saw the deficiencies in Blake, mm-hmm. but I still had to pump him up because he actually did progress a lot in his tenure okay. in the Clippers. He turned from a strictly dunker into a playmaker. Okay. He can handle the ball. He can get you four assists tonight. He can get you five assists tonight. But right now, imaginary player, I'm going to say no mm. because I think that's a little bit strong because I do think... Blake has the potential this year, especially in the East, to get you 20, 10, and 5. Ooh. I'm going to go 28 and 5 because you got wow. Big Boy Drummond over there. Okay. I'm going to go 20. Well, he better get you 28 and 5, but I'm going to go 22, 8, and 5. But you're not concerned that Blake Griffin's game was more point guard dependent than we realized? Oh, yes. I always knew it was more okay. point guard. But not necessarily right now. I think it was point guard dependent mm. because he had such a great point guard to play with. Okay. When I told you, when you have somebody to spoon feed you, to put the bibble on for you, it makes life a lot easier. Then you forget or you're not put in a situation where you have to do a lot more. Mm. So if you don't have to, you're not put in a position where you have to do a lot more, you start lacking a little bit in what people think you need to have because he didn't have that dog in him because CP3 had that dog in him. All right. Now he gets to Detroit. We need him to have that dog in him. Andre Drummond doesn't have it right now. Nah. He needs to have it. And we need to see it this year. But I put Blake on my put up a shut up. I'm really watching out for Blake this year. Okay. He better get to, he better have, um, have an all-star appearance mm-hmm. and he better get to at least that eighth seed in Detroit. Yeah, I hear just. Or else he's an imaginary player. You know what? You know what? I threw him an alley and he threw Blake a life preserver. This is a nice guy. Ready for Blake. We're going to head back out west now. Number three on my imaginary player list. Dame Lillard. Mm. Dame Lillard can play. (sighs) Dame Lillard has had nice moments. But, you know, you get to the playoffs, you get swept out. You know, Golden State has been treating you like food for a few years now. Don't get me wrong. When I say imaginary player, I'm not saying that he's, he's garbage or he's not a superstar to a certain degree. What I'm saying is he's not the way the media positions him. Or especially, and in this case, himself. All this talking. We talked about it on Above the Rim. All the complaining about all-star votes, lack of respect, et cetera, et cetera. And then you finally have a nice little season and then you Mm. get swept out. He's an imaginary player to me. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Get him out of here. And he's he, to me, outside of that, he was, to me, he's been living off that Houston Rockets three-point shot a few years ago for yes. years now. Yes. Dame Dollar. Again, it's it's bigger than mixtapes, Dame. I need a little bit more on the court, yes. you know? I don't I don't know if I could bank on you to change. To me, Dame, Dame Lillard is not a transformative player. Mm. He adds to the team, we'll get a few more wins, but he's not changing the fortunes. Mm. How's how I feel, Just Talk me off the ledge. I don't know if I could talk you off the ledge on this one, man, because... So you're saying definitively he's an imaginary player. He's an imaginary player right Mm, now. He's not changing fortunes in no franchise. Mm, Okay, so I can agree there, 
I think he has the potential, but man, for right now, he's an imaginary player to me. Okay. Because of the sweep, sweep, sweep last year, that really killed me. You really got shut down. And they took two at the crib off the rip. Off the rip. You got shut down by Drew Holiday. Oh. I mean, Drew Holiday is a nice defender. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but come on now. It's Drew Holiday spelled with a J. Oh. Let's keep it funky. He shouldn't be shutting you down. Right. All NBA caliber player shouldn't be able to be shut down. Imagine if Steph Curry was shut down in that way by Drew Holiday. Listen. Chris Paul was shut down by Drew Holiday. Drew Russell was Holiday. shut down by Drew Holiday. He got shut down by a role player. We Let's would call never him let them live. Yeah. None of those yeah. dudes, would, we would be able to let them live, right? And he talked a lot this last season. A lot. Spicy. Him and his man McCollum doing podcasts or whatnot. Yep. Yeah, listen, I don't want to hear nothing from Portland no more. Listen, I'm going to keep it funky with you, mm-hmm. right? I, this may be unpopular to some, but to me, mm-hmm. Kemba Walker is better than Damian Lillard. Oh, I'm gonna spicy keep it season. I mean, Walker. what is the difference, Josh? Exactly. What is it? He just, guy just has more media attention over there in Portland. Hey, you hit one shot, you live off of it for a lifetime. That's, oh. how this, that's how this thing goes, you know? But you know what, Just We're we, we going to take a trip mm-hmm. to middle America. Mm-hmm. Playoff series against LeBron, you know, he went played with Chase Brook. It didn't quite work <laughs> out, but now he's 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 getting the face of the franchise treatment in Indiana. To me, Victor Oladipo is still an imaginary player. Mm. I don't, I don't. You know what? You lost. You you blew a big game when you had a chance to close out Cleveland. You know, you had two. You you went home, tied at one. And you gave up game four when I think they were close. You didn't get it done. Game seven, you didn't get it done. Even though you're going to talk about missed calls and everything. they had in his hands. Right. I'm not saying that he can't eventually become a non-imaginary player. But I feel like the way he's being positioned and Indiana's being positioned, I think it's a little too much hype on Victor Oladipo right now. I think that man is definitely an imaginary oh, player. Okay. Without a doubt. No hesitation from just y'all. No hezzy from me. Right. Depot was definitely an imaginary player. He's okay. a nice piece, though. Right. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. The man is a nice piece. He's a nice two guard. I think he can do some great things in this league, but I'm not keeping him as my number one option mm-hmm. and thinking mm-hmm. I'm going to become a championship contender. I could get to the playoffs in the East. I could get knocked out in the first round, but yeah. a lot of these dudes need to pump the brakes on the paces, right? They All got, those blog boys need to relax. They need to pump the brakes. I like Miles Turner. Mm-hmm. I like Tyreek Evans as a signing, but he still hasn't proven anything to me for me to say this signing is going to take you over the top. Okay. You still got Thaddeus Young starting. still got... Who Darren Collison? That's not a championship contender <laughs> team. That's not a. They deep might still get beat con- in the first round again. We don't know. Might they will? They oh. might get past the first round this year. <laughs> I got four, That's four or fire. five teams ahead of Indiana. Four teams ahead of Indiana this year. Okay. Four teams. We're gonna. I guess we could get to that after. But I got four teams ahead of them. And Oladipo right now. He, Oladipo, he's great. He's gonna put up nice numbers. Mm-hmm. I think he got all defensive first team last Crazy. year, which was a little. You can I'm see that, 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 that the gears are moving for certain guys to be propped up yeah. in the league. And, and I'm looking like, eh, I don't know about all of that. But look, Just, I got two more. Mm-hmm. And this is where they're going to get slightly disrespectful. Oh, man. It's gonna, I, I saved the last two, the best two for last. We're going to start off with someone that we've had debates about, mm-hmm. you know. The homie Paul George. Mm. Paul George just got paid. Knew you was gonna bring the him in ESPN this. specials. I keep <laughs> lamenting it. You know he he hid from LeBron in LA. He wanted to stay with OKC, partying with Nas and Chase Brook. But I'm looking at him and I'm like, 
you're just not that guy, mm. you know? He's a dude who, who pops bottles in the Brooklyn club but never goes to Manhattan. That's how I look at Paul George. He's imaginary, you know? Mm. He, he has one year off of every model of car. You when a new car drives, he took out the old joint. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm slandering you. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, and deservingly so. Okay. Because you do definitely have a right mm-hmm. to slander him after how he performed in his postseason. Playoff P. <laughs> right? <laughs> Double P. Come on! Definitely, son. come on. Playoff P. But imaginary player. I'm going to say no. I, I, I expected that. Exactly. Because I like PG, yeah, right? Yeah. But I, I'm not disagreeing with anything that you're saying. The mm-hmm. man has a lot of lapses for some reason. Yeah. Especially on the offensive end, especially from game to game, he has lapses. He could get you 25 one night and then get you 12 the next night. And I don't understand that. And, and it'll just be calm. And I think it's just because it's because he's too lackadaisical. Mm. He's just a lackadaisical dude, a laid-back dude, which is nice, I guess, going next to someone like Westbrook. Mm -hmm. But for the talent that he has... He could be so much more. The man should be an alpha, and I was very disappointed that he ran away from LeBron this summer. He ran away from LeBron. You had a whole city, a whole franchise, magic, checkbook open, two arms, the the Don himself. We're giving you every chance to be successful. Here's LeBron. Here's L.A., Staples. Kobe's right up the block. You love them, Mamba, don't you? Love them. Everything at your disposal. And you stayed with Westbrook? And think think about that lineup they would have, the versatility and the length on the Lakers. Lonzo Ball, 6'6". Mm. Paul George, you can start him at the 2 if you want, 6'8". Mm. Brandon Ingram, what, 6'8 at the 3, 6'9". LeBron, 6'8 Mm-mm. at the 4. <laughs> JaVale McGee, damn near 7 foot. Showtime that reborn. Length. We Come might... On. We might... PG. Be talking fringe finals for the Lakers with that route. Might. It, they might have still lost. No, but listen, that's definitely it. Paul George fit more... that offense well. He's a shooter. He plays D. But he wants to hide an OKC. When he, I don't understand. When he has those 12-point nights, he can go hide and go yeah, chill, and no one will notice. I, I just, I, I definitely think it was all he just scared of LeBron. And I, you know what I think it was? I was talking about this with, uh, with one, of my, one of the fellas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this summer, right? I think Paul George had all intentions to go to L.A. this summer, mm-hmm. right? But I think once LeBron announced he was going to L.A., I think Paul George's people talked to LeBron James' people and said, how is LeBron feeling about me coming in? Mm-hmm. And I think Paul George is a person that loves to be wine and dined, right? right? And LeBron like, whatever, next. Yeah, and I think LeBron's <laughs> people said, Come if you want to, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter if you do or you do not. LeBron is still going to be here, and he's right. still coming here regardless. So he's not really, but, in, a, in a way, he's not checking for him to come. Right. But if you want to come, it will be a nice addition. It's cool, but we good over here. But exactly. But who, who is Paul George to be offended by the king? You know, I'm not even like A1 LeBron guy, True. but this is LeBron James. True. He's not going to beg you to come. Exactly. You haven't even done anything. He wants you to got no dead. rings, but no remember, finals appearance. He's of LeBron. Boy, go sit down with, with Chase Brooke. <laughs> Yeah, I, Paul George disappointed me so hard this yeah, summer. Yeah, he did, man. I could see if he left OKC to go to, like, Portland and maybe try to team up with Dane. But you stay with this guy and hid. What was the point of the ESPN special? I, well, I have not. I, I I dreamed about being a Laker and playing in Los Boy, listen. Come on. I'm getting it. See, you see what happens every time I bring up Paul George? And this he, he's such a tease, you know? He, 
pause. But let's move on. But wait, really quick. Nothing, nothing would be greater if Paul George went to L.A., right? Mm-hmm. And you had the two guys that you don't necessarily like that much, Paul George and LeBron. Listen, I would have been... That you had to cheer for. If PG would have came to L.A., I, I would have boosted him up. You see, yep. ha- haven't you noticed that LeBron slander has slowly dissipated? Oh, I definitely you know, noticed. I'm, I'm not going to... He's wearing my team's colors. The streets is watching, The streets y'all. is watching. The streets is watching. You know, I, I can't... I'll be hustling backwards. Yep. I'm not going to outwardly say anything about him, but I'm still going to slander LeBron. Mm-hmm. I still, I, you know, I'm still going to roast his hair. I won't let you forget. No but worries. you know, in the playoffs, if he does some LeBron and shit things, I'll, I'll be front line, <laughs> you know? But as of right now, yep. I got to chill. True. You know, you wear the Lakers, I got to chill. Embrace you know? that man. But let let October, November, December roll around. You saw how I treated Julius Randle. No one yeah. is safe. True. But right now, if PG would have came, I'd have... You know, hosted the weapon mm-hmm. and wait for the failure. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm waiting for the failure with LeBron. Believe okay. me, I'm waiting. All right. But last but not least, y'all, this guy's one of the the, the, the cornerstones of the NBA, mm-hmm. but he he's lacking tremendously. Giannis oh, Antetokounmpo, <laughs> imaginary Stop player. <laughs> all his hype, all the syllables, all the highlights, all the stat lines. And he has not gotten out of the first round. And I have not seen anything that shows me that he will ever get out of the first round. Dang. How do I know he's not the modern T-Mac living in the first round? A lot of hype, the hood loving you, but you never did anything. I don't know. He's in Milwaukee. He's mad about kid leaving. Who are you, Giannis? <laughs> you know? What have you done, sir? You make a demands. Oh, I'm not going to leave Milwaukee. So, and if you did, if you stayed, if you leave, so what? You're imaginary right now. Just, I know that's your guy. Job. But, hey, you got to prove me wrong. Stop it, five. Right. I was Stop nice earlier. Stop it. <laughs> Let's see Pete Giannis live. is no way, shape, or form an imaginary, play- right. imaginary player. That man is a star. That okay. man is a generational talent. Generational. generational talent. He's been given a slight unfortunate hand, mm-hmm. but, that's, baby sti- but that's still, that's no excuse. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Eric Bledsoe. He should be a lot better than what he is. I'm very disappointed in Eric Bledsoe. Agreed. I thought he would be a lot better. Chris Middleton is a... Nice number two, but mm-hmm. he doesn't take you over the top. No, he doesn't. As a number two. Giannis, I was very disappointed in him that he lost to the Failure. Celtics last year, last year in that series. Man, I talked him up a lot. I was That was very disappointing. So in that aspect, I can see how someone can think he's an imaginary player. Right. But this year, to me, is another put-up a shut-up year for Giannis. Mm. He, he's got to get to the conference finals. Remember before we were talking on put-up a shut-up, I had about six dudes oh, in the yeah. conference finals. Oh, yeah. Only two can make it. <laughs> Somebody got to make it. And Giannis better be one of them. Yo, just had everybody going, so you got to get in the conference finals <laughs> or nothing. Hear, uh, conference finals are nothing. I got four dudes that need to be in there. Yo, he got to get out the first round, fam. He's got he's he's definitely got to get out the first round. Yeah. But I think so is it a do you think he hasn't had the success because of his game or do you think it's because of lack of personnel? Yeah. You know or what? Or lack of coaching, whatever management. We can we can make all of these arguments mm-hmm. and they would be valid just. But what I have noticed in the playoffs, specifically the last two seasons, which is why I'm calling them imaginary, is the fact that we we have superstar favorite players. We, mm-hmm. CP, Kobe, mm-hmm. list goes on. Mm-hmm. There comes a time in games where they will. They impose their yeah. will on that fourth quarter, on the road. Everyone is cheering against you, and it doesn't matter. And I didn't see that. 
from Giannis. Mm. Think about it. CP3 before he got hurt. Yeah. That game four against Golden State in the conference mm. finals. He was not trying to let y'all lose. Yeah, and like you said, it's it's not always about the numbers. It's right. about the moments. 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 And that's why I'm looking at him like that. God can get, impress me 26, 8, and 8. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But when it's five minutes left moments. in the fourth quarter and nothing is going right, are you going to tell your team to give me the ball and get out the way? That's what he that's has it. to learn. That's what your talent. That's what his talent begets. Yeah, but you that's know? what he has to learn. The man is only twenty four years old. Fair. He is only twenty four years old, and I don't think my my thing with Yannick is Yannick with Giannis is that <laughs> he hasn't had anyone that he can learn from right. on his team, and okay. that to me I think is the real issue. Like he hasn't had someone like a CB come to his team. True. Oh. Not, it doesn't have to be a leader, but somebody, some veteran with some cachet. Well, come on, son. You 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 need someone to tell you to kill? Some guy Six, do. 6'10", athletic freak. I mean, he didn't grow up the way we all did. You right. He is a European Kobe star. grew up in Italy, though. He was trying to kill everything. Look, remember this, though. Remember, it took a long time for Dirk True. to come off that stigma. True. A European guy. They would call him soft for many a Paul Gasol. They called him soft until he got with Kobe. Nah, but Dirk was trying to murder people since 0506. Dirk been trying to kill people, bro. He was, you know? he was, but he didn't get the respect True. that he deserved. Because he's Giannis, right. Yeah, but Giannis gets more respect than Dirk got that's at that time. And absurd to me. And that, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree, but... It's time for him to put All up. Right. He's got the coach. He's got booting holes. I mean, I mean, but what did the management give him? They gave him crumbs. They gave him Brooke Lopez and Ilya Sova and told me I'm supposed to get to the finals with that. To me, LeBron pulls up to Giannis and asks him, what's the difference between a 4.0 and a 4.6? <laughs> that's how I'm looking at him right now. Okay, that's you know? fair. You know, and, and, and that's the imaginary player segment. You know, we, we'll revisit this, much like put up a shut up like midseason, it. you know, because I feel as though it's time to start separating the real from the fake in the NBA. You know, notice I didn't put Westbrook up there because, you know, I feel as though Westbrook, you know, I give him a hard time, but the boy... He's special. My issues with Westbrook is all philosophical, so I won't disrespect him. But an honorable mention before we shift, and we'll talk about this at a later date, I think LaMarcus Aldridge has been dodging a lot of bullets since he oh, got paid. Ma- yo, we I got this man we, existed. We, we, we got through, that's, that's a tease, y'all. We're going to talk about that man midseason. Because the slander coming because, his way? Because think about it. Kawhi is gone. Murray tore his ACL. Yep. It is your show. <laughs> If San Antonio is garbage and they miss the playoffs, I'm destroying Lamarcus Aldridge. Lamarcus is definitely a man. He's been crying since he's been in, in San Antonio. Yep. You know, so we the, the, the clock is up for him. Oh, you know yes. what I mean? But we we're gonna bring it home now. We we've kept the listeners long enough. You know, NBA season, we know who the elites are. We know who's gonna be on TV all the time. But what 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 is there, you know, you're a basketball fan. What team, whether good or bad, do you have your eye on it? You know what? This team is interesting to me. They might they might show up in a year or two. They might not, so on and so forth. What is there one team, even if it's just a player, Just, that you have your eye on? Well, I go team-wise. Okay. And the team on Just Blazers watch mm-hmm. this year is the Washington Wizards. Ooh, facts. The Washington Wizards are on my damn radar. That's the all-put-up-a-shut-up team right there. All-put-up-a-shut-up. I need, first of all, let's go with John Wall. Mm-hmm. He's gonna. He's got a pressure cooker for us. He had a five for me. Mm-hmm. John Wall's got to put up this year. Last year, he averaged, what, 19 and I think nine. Right. I need more than okay. that from John Wall. I need 22 and nine is fine. 22 and nine, 22 and eight is good. But I need that 22 because that in the 20s means that you're dominating the game on both ends of the floor. We already right. know he's a good defender. He's a solid guard, 6'4", 6'5", big frame. He can play D. He can play on both ends of the floor. This year, he's have to, he has to prove that he is or can't. No, not that he can be. That he is right. the best point guard in the East. And we know who he's battling with that he for that title. Every Kyrie. tool to do it, man. He has every. He tool should be to better do than Kyrie. I'll say that. He should be better than Kyrie. He has all the tools. He has the body. He has everything. The mm-hmm. tools to be the best point guard in the East. 
but it's still in question and it's mm-hmm. shaky. So with him, I'm checking for John Wall, checking for his leadership. Mm-hmm. He brought the fellas on the squad, Rollies, a few years ago, and mm-hmm. they talking about everybody eats. I don't want to hear that shit this they, season. They don't even wear them Rollies anymore. They don't wear the Rollies anymore. <laughs> I don't want to hear. And also while I'm checking for the Wizards, they got some good pickups this year. Mm-hmm. My man Austin Rivers. Yeah. I'm checking for Austin Rivers this year. I think he's going to be a nice combo Free from guard. daddy. Free from daddy. Okay. I don't want to hear that damn story or playing for his father anymore mm-hmm. on ABC. They love putting that up That boy there. can hoop. Leave him alone. Exactly. He can hoop. He, he was a n- number 10 draft pick when he got up. He was the number one wasn't high school he, player he, of the year. I was about to ask you that. Wasn't he a top recruit? Yeah. Yep, he was the number one high school player of the year. Went to Park High School in Florida, I think he went mm-hmm. to. So... Austin Rivers can bowl. He averaged 15 last year, the first time he was a starter. Mm-hmm. So you coming off the bench right now, less pressure on him. He's backing up Wall and Beal, and he can play as a, in and a three-guard set. And they both get hurt, so he'll get chances. And think about it. They're all 6'5". 6'5", mm-hmm. Austin Rivers. 6'5", Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. 6'4", 6'5", John Wall. Ooh. That's a nice three. All can dribble, Throw drive, Otto and penetrate. at the four, and then Dwight at the five. Dwight you got a nice five. little lineup there. That's a nice lineup in the East. So to me, the Wizards... Better be a top four seed and this conference finals for the Wizards. And okay. also, there you key, go, conference finals conference again. Conference finals, <laughs> I got them in. Somebody better make it. Right? And um, Jeff Green, mm-hmm. low key, I think is a nice pickup for them off the bench. I'm not a big Otto Porter fan. He's overpaid. Ugh. But Jeff Green off the bench, I like Jeff Green on that team. They still got yeah. Markeith Morris, right. Mahimi, um, Dwight Howard. They got a a lot, Decent. a lot. They, they're sneaky good roster. I'm a lot of you. length, athleticism, shooter, playmakers. If they could get the men to, right? You know, time will tell. And that's their problem if they can't get the men. They're on my old disappoint team because they got oh, yeah. the talent to be, they better be they, top four in the West. They, I thought last year, they, after that, they, they lost the seven games to Boston. You liked a, them last I year. I liked them last year. I wasn't high. That's, I why, like I'm, them last that's year. why I've been so hard on them because yep. I'm like, you guys have too much talent you to, to, to be this bad. Yeah. They were supposed to, I thought they would take the lead. I felt I like they. See it last I year. felt they like after enough. the Boston series, when they went seven games, and I felt like that was the pick'em series mm-hmm. that they they would be a team with enough high end talent yeah. at the top to at least push Cleveland, and mm-hmm. then they didn't even get to the second round. Yeah. Like it's, it's disappointing. But for me, I'll go the other way. I'm not gonna pick a team that's supposed to contend. I'm looking at a team that I think they have the pieces in play. Mm-hmm. I think Phoenix has a, a little something there. Yeah. Not not this season, mm-hmm. but they top pick Aiton. Mm-hmm. I think Booker's next up to me at the guard position. What's your views on Booker, though? Book- Do you see him James Harden-esque? Kind of. Mm. Kind of. Because that's what they're trying. They're trying to make him play on the ball a lot more this season. I don't think he should, though. I mm. think he's a pure two-guard. Yeah, But if, if, if they want to expand this game by putting the ball in his hands mm. more, I get it. Because to me, that's that's the one relic of the D'Antoni system that doesn't get enough pub. Yeah. I think when he, when he went to the Lakers and then Kobe kind of like, Strong-armed him and took mm-hmm. his offense over. Yeah. He learned something from that. Yep. And then he took that over with James Harden. So some guys are not creators, but if your best player has the ball, it can't hurt, right? Exactly. But, Less turnovers. Right, but I don't I don't see him as a ball handler. He'll have me to show either. me that he can. he's capable of creating. But I think his game is so dynamic. I, I've been bitter towards Calipari for years mm-hmm. when he lost to Wisconsin because I'm like, why did you have Booker on the bench and Harrison Twins on the court? Like, mm-hmm. come on now. But I think Booker is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's the next up as far as two-guard position goes. And in my opinion, you can't go wrong having a big and a wing as oh, your yeah. starting points. Agreed. I think in a year or two, they'll be what we thought Minnesota would have been pre-Jimmy Butler with Wiggins and Cat. Mm-hmm. I think that the talent is there. I think the Western Conference will force them to get better than they need to right away. And I think this upcoming season, I'm just interested to see, like, what the dynamic is with Phoenix. Mm. You know, how, how do they, how do these two young guys blend? Because mm. to me, Booker, even though he's he's going to be in his fourth year now, is it? Yeah, I think it's his fourth he's year. He's still like, what, 22? He's a kid. Yeah, he just you know? goes 72, 70 in the game. Right. It's, it's, it's just more about, I'm more projected. Mm-hmm. Can they develop? 
Okay, so I'm glad you brought brought a booger. So I want to ask you a question. Since you like Devin Booker, yeah. I had I had him on my crossover segment one time. Mm-hmm. So I had, would you take Devin Booker right now or Prime Allen Houston? Who would you take? Because their games are very similar. You know, I Prime Allen Houston still. Mm. You know, Allen Houston because he was a Nick. Because Allen Houston wasn't. A top five two guard. Was he, he a top five two guard? I mean, actually, he could have been he, at that time. He had moments. Exactly. You know? He, he was on the fence. Only because Prime Allen Houston showed you he showed up in the playoffs. Mm. He, he, we never, as much okay. as John Sars gets a lot more love than Houston, from the time he signed, I think it was 97 through his mm-hmm. periods there, he hit big shot after big shot after yeah, big shot. Did. They had the finals run in 99 with him shots. and Sprewell carried the team. That big shot in Miami. Yeah. All of that. Uh, yeah, so, so, I mean, like, I, I can't pick. Talent wise, maybe the ceiling is higher for Booker. Mm. But Prime Allen used to show you he could put a team on his back. Mm. And I got to give him that respect. Okay. You know, you know, I usually pick the young guys. But every mm. now and again, I pick the old guys. No, you know? yeah. I mean, it's a it's a fair comparison because I think the games are very similar. And, I mean, Devin Booker I right now. I think Booker has more athleticism. What I'd like Book to do is give me more of that young Ray Allen vibe. Yes. Ray Allen, athle- you, you spoke about it previously. Yeah. His athleticism as a young guy is completely undersold. He's become like a one-dimensional shooter when yeah. he used to throw it on people. Exactly. And I think Booker has the ability to do so. I've seen him every now and again show a little, sp- little bungees, mm-hmm. you know, but... You think they can make the playoffs this year? Hell no. Oh, this, this is okay. all about developmental. Okay. Like, how, how does the big and the wing mesh? Mm. Is this the beginning of something special or, or guys are going to start side-eyeing each other and Booker's going to force his way out of Phoenix? I see Aiden in, in some real action. True. Yeah. I like his body pause. I just think, like, he has... Yeah, he does have a nice... The modern thing. NBA big body, he has it. Yeah. And he runs the floor. He could jump out the gym. True. Marvin Bagley's another guy I'm, I'm kind of, like, looking at to see, like, is, is it there? Because mm. he looks the part. Mm. The game has a nice fluidity about mm. it but we gonna I'm not, see i'm not sold on bagley that you know what it's because he doesn't he doesn't use both hands that's always yeah. an issue for me he looks a little clumsy to me a tad yeah bit. you think so a, t- a tad a yeah, tad well, you but know. you know what i'm, I'm gonna take the jury's that back out. because the jury's out because i gotta watch him a little bit more mm-hmm. it's fair for me to say that i didn't watch him as much in this preseason i just watched him a little bit in college not too too much i see your point and i'll raise it this it's a little clunky, but it's like when it when it works, it looks good. You yeah, know, I, I watched the preseason game with the Lakers, Athletic. and I'm like, there was times where this dude, like his, he gets off the floor yeah, so he quickly, does. and he's he long as hell, and he can shoot the three. Like, yeah. he just needs some coaching. He has a right, the right tools, right? He definitely he needs has to the get right a tools. right hand. though. you can't be a one dimensional as far as going one side all the time. Mm-hmm. If the whole hood you going, no, you are going left, you you're gonna get stopped. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Exactly. You know, Re- really quick though. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your thoughts on my man Trey Young? I never spoke to you about this because I'm big on Trey Young. I think he's, I'm a fan of his. I think he's going to be all right this year. I think people are giving him a bad rap, but uh, people are killing me because I got Trey Young high on my rankings. You know what it is? We just live in an era where if one guy gets too much pub, we're supposed to kill him. Yes. You know? Okay. I can't like Steph Curry walking in the door from Davidson and then not think that Trey Young doesn't deserve a shot to be good. That's I'm not it. saying they're comparable because he's smaller than Steph, mm. but the games are similar. Very Give similar. him a shot to fail. And if the he fails, he fails. Could be right. Yeah. You know, he might not be what his draft position suggests, but I think if, if Earl Boykins had a career in this league and, and, and Kevin Martin had a career in this league, why well, can't Trey Young? Mm-hmm. You know? I, mean, I don't know if he's a superstar point guard, but he he can score. Mm-hmm. You know? He can score, and that's one of the basic fundamentals that oh, you need. Yeah. 
on road to being a superstar. Like, if you're a person who bigged up Steph walking in the door, leave Trey Young alone if you're killing him. Like, mm-hmm. you, you sound foolish. Mm-hmm. Straight like that. What's crazy is I used to really like Steph too when he came to the league, but now you know. Your issues with Steph are personal. It's not about <laughs> basketball. <laughs> it is personal. He came in, he moved CP out the way, won some <laughs> chips and some envy. He did everything Lob City was supposed to do, and you're bitter about it. It's Blake's <laughs> fault. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> It's Blake's fault. I'm tight. Yo, just Identify yourself to the world. Let them know where they can find you above the rim, social media, so on and so forth. Yes, sir, man. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at JustBlaze underscore 503, J-U-S-B-L-A-Z-E underscore 513. IG is JustBlaze513. It's Above the Rim Podcast. Y'all already know what it is. Your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. You already know. The best NBA pod in the game. My man, Job, always has a front row seat. Penthouse spot. Yes, sir. Put up a shut up. More volumes to come through. The league office is here. We Yo, out. listen. League office 2019. We, we will have our midseason meeting around, you know, All-Star break. We'll reconvene and talk some things, bring us some new voices. People want to be in the league office, so we let them in, you know? It doesn't hurt. Yes, sir. But My brother, just, and shout up? out to you. What's good? For letting me on an opening hey, week episode, brother. Come on. Yo, who appreciate else is going to do it? You, you know? never know, man. I appreciate uh-huh. you. You know, I might have my little basketball roundtables and whatnot, but the keynote moments of the season, much like when the playoffs start, you say, yo, pull up. It's yep. playoff time. We got to do above the rim. It's only right. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Yes, it ain't sir. the league office if we just half-assing it. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> that is true. But, yo, we got to get out of here. Whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today. Woo! Perfect. <laughs>